Hello and welcome again to Stormboy Speaks. Today, uh, in this Intuition Extra, I'm going to discuss um, a few subtle points just because I think they're so relevant in today's world at the moment to how fear and divide and conquer the two main ways in which you are controlled and constantly ruled are played uh, yet again. So I'm just going to cover a couple of points first and then I'm going to get to a specific thing to do with AI. So first of all, um, in numerous discussions with a number of people lately, you know, um, we, we can talk about, we've talked about a number of things which might be, for instance, there's a crisis with uh, let's say people coming over on boats from you know wherever they may be coming from and being allowed in to the country uh, uh, so let's take that first of all so first of all you know as friends and family say to me oh you know look they're letting all these people in and you know they're not feeding the homeless which is extremely important and this is a very good point um, and they're giving all this money and blah 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 it's like, first of all, let's take a step back and think, yeah, yeah, that's, that may be true. Well, they're telling us, and then we'll look at the numbers. So they look at specific numbers and they'll say things like, oh, you know, so many thousand people were let in in the last week, you know. Well, first of all, and I'd say to any of my relations or friends and say, well, where did you read that? Where did you see that? And more often than not, even though they're aware of these things, they'll have read it on Google or some other mainstream platform. Well, the bottom line is, if you're coming across it there, let's be extremely dubious about that straight away. In the same way, if you read something on some out-and-out conspiracy nonsense site where their justification for something is based on, I don't know, Oh, Jesus said so. Jesus is coming in the clouds to, you know, and, you know, the, the rapture is coming. It's like, come on, come on. No, it's not like you imagine. Uh, the, the, you know, as we've tried to explain here, it's not in the far off idiotic way you might have imagined in some storybook sense. You have to take the allegories that are used in things like the Bible, which do cover, cover truth all the time, it's how you interpret them. They weren't meant to be accepted at face value, they don't work that way and they never have. Um, so in the same way, be aware of anything in the mainstream you know is going to be um, utterly twisted and something in a high level, a sort of a low level, should I say, conspiracy theory world, is also going to be, you know, problematic. You have to see what they've based it on. So, you know, consider it, but realize what it's trying to achieve. Well, if it's in the mainstream world, as I've said to them, look, if they tell you these numbers, what are they trying to achieve? The number one thing they're trying to achieve is to distract you, wind you up, so that what you're thinking immediately is, oh no, this is happening. And while that's happening, and I'm getting angry and annoyed, I'm picking a side and I'm against somebody else, whether it be people on a boat or whether it be, as we've discussed previously, transgender people or whether, you know, whatever it might be, um, we're against somebody else. That's a problem. And they have you straight away. 
So every time you take a sit back and you, you look clear at what's going on in any story, those should be your first questions is, am I being made to be afraid here? Like for instance, the wildfires in wherever it is, Maui or whatever in, in, in Hawaii, or am I being uh, manipulated by choosing a side, divide and conquer, let's say, whether it's the people coming over on the boats or, or anything else, if I am, I probably need to understand that what I'm being told is not the truth, but a much twisted version of that with plenty of lies thrown in, but twisting the truth. So it's really important we consider those things. Now, coming on from that, what I wanted to talk to you specifically about today here in this extra is about the idea of the AI uh, agenda, you know, this this coming of... Um, of uh, you know, a new robot age that are going to take over you and rule you and so on and so forth. And I spoke earlier in another episode where I said, you know, one of my family had said, oh, um, you know, I had this conversation with the chatbot and there was this idea where <laughs> this chatbot had said things like, oh, there's going to be a revolution with this. I'm like, okay, so number one, they're trying to program you for fear. And number two, do you think it's likely that a chatbot is going to say that in the mainstream, which they wouldn't rewind immediately? It would never happen, okay? Unless they want it to happen in that simpler an instance. And so you have to realize they want that. And why would they want that? Well, like I say, one, it creates fear. And two, you have this idea that um, this might happen. So you need the powers that be to come and protect you from that, right? The dangerous AI. Well, here's the thing. So two things, first of all, we've been programmed to fear AI, and I'm not a fan of, of AI, I'm not at all, or some, you know, I'm really a low-tech kind of person in every way. But here's the thing, um, the technology in and of itself has no issue. It's what people have done with it, or what the, the technology will learn from people. So if you are negatively imbuing some technology with viewpoints of your own, it will become like you. There is that, first of all, right? So, you know, if you're programming a robot, for instance, to, uh, you know, to think like, a, let's say, a, a high-level operating power-hungry human, their goal will be to rule the world, right? Yeah, well, it's not their fault, but it's not the machine's fault. You know, it's the person who... The programmers it's fault but here's the thing also and, and with that in mind what people miss all the time is this and it's a very very deep point but people need to think about this so people want to make you afraid first of all of this kind of coming technology okay and can it be manipulated will it be manipulated in a way that could utilize you and your know, people wanting to add robot parts to your body and all yeah yeah that's that's definitely a thing they they could use and if you had a you know robot parts will it be very easy to effectively send a frequency sound wave for instance which will affect those parts just like the phone that I'm talking on now and um, and affect your body your biochemistry and at the very least change your mood if not you know your life so is that doable yeah that's definitely doable without question that's doable um, so there's that side and, and yeah, we need to be aware of that, but we don't have to be afraid of that. It's very simple, isn't it? You just go, well, yeah, I'm not having that, thanks. Yeah, I'm not going for that, thanks, but no thanks. And then there's the thing, oh yeah, well, if you didn't, you know, get chipped or something like this. I'm like, well, if you get chipped, it's your own choice. So those things are going to, very, very likely to happen because it's very doable. 
The people who run the world are very power hungry, run the world, uh, at least at the moment they did, but not for long. And unless you allow things to unfold the way that it will unfold, because it's been coming for millennia, um, is if you try to, you know, as I say in this instance, force that against this kind of technological set of ideologies, that could be problematic too. So let people do what they wish, always, as long as it doesn't affect you and you're not harming anybody who isn't choosing that path. You want to get a vaccination? Get a vaccination. It, it, it's a free world. It should be. If you want to get, you know, um, chipped, get chipped. Do your thing. But when it comes down on you that those things have been quite detrimental to you, don't be surprised because it's so easy to do that. Just take on board the realizations, the same as with, let's say, vaccinations, is with vaccinations. Vaccinations take five years minimum, absolute minimum to validate. So that's a standard, it's standard medical procedure. So for anybody to go ahead and do that, that's why it made no sense to me personally. You can do it, but take on board that they don't really know what's gonna happen because they haven't tested them. So in the same way, you know, if you get some sort of robotic thing done to you, you know, yeah, it's extremely likely that extremely dodgy things and dangerous things are like to happen to you, but that's your choice. However, if, and this is the main point I wanted to make here today, is that outside of that, when we look at, let's say, robot tech, so it's fear of robots, you know, something like, I don't know, Will Smith in iRobot, right? So in iRobot, he hates the robots, he's against them, and then one of the robots, you know, kind of does rebel, and then there's this robot rebellion, but it's basically ruled, um, you know, by something based upon the ide ideologies of, of a human trying to control everything, right? So in, of the, in and of themselves, any future-made robots that, have, that are sentient and have their own conscious state of, are self-aware, should I say, they're self-aware, we have to understand that as soon with self-awareness, in fact, even without self-awareness, but definitely when you hit a point of self-awareness, um, no matter what, you must treat that being, because it is a being, whether you like it or not, when it's self-aware, and even before it's self-aware, um, as a conscious entity, which has choices and has feelings, and this is a thing. So we sit back and we think, we see these films, and the best film you can think of that, that highlights this is the film AI, Artificial Intelligence, right? Which <laughs> is about this little robot boy, you know, who basically is made as close to being human as possible and develops feelings and so on and so forth. And is that problematic? Yeah, it's very problematic. But you cannot take a path where you do not perceive that, that being as a conscious entity with feelings and its own points of view. As soon as you do, you are the equivalent of a slave master, a Nazi. It is the same, no matter what you think. Because that being may be made of pieces of metal, and you're made of, you know, in the film, it's like, oh, you're a mecha auger, you know, mechanical or organic. It's like, do you think there's a difference? I guarantee you there is not. Because in all of the universe, the multiverse, there is but one consciousness, and those are, you know, the people who are used to calling it God, we've dealt with that, no more of that. But um, 
the creator source, the field of all things, the oneness of all things, this wonderful field of all things um, is everything. Like the force in Star Wars, we always use that analogy. And not only is it, it, is it all things, but it, gives, it is consciousness. It is pure consciousness. Whether you believe it or not, rocks are conscious. Stones are conscious. Metal is conscious. It's simply on such a lower vibrational level of consciousness that it is not self-aware. And this is the point. So when it becomes self-aware, um, we have to treat that in a, in a case of thinking it as living. It's all living, actually. Rocks are alive, whether you like it or not. Um, but it's the way in which we treat it. So it's all part of the creator source, all part of the one being of all things. And giving that respect to that, we, from that point on, have a direct uh, responsibility you have an innate responsibility. In the film AI, for instance, the woman has this child, she can't, you know, her child's potentially dying or whatever, and she thinks he's incurable, so she has this robot boy to replace him, and then her child gets better miraculously, and she gets rid of the robot boy like you would, you know, a McDonald's rapper, right? Now, <laughs> obviously, this is hinted at in, in the film, but he could, it should be like, no, 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 this is totally unacceptable on every level and it highlights humanity's uh, absolute ridiculous approach to all things that are non-human. This is not acceptable on any level. I've spoken about this before. It's the same way as, you know, people who are vegans could think of like plants. Well, as I said before, go and read the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Secret Life of Plants, which will explain to you very clearly that plants are... That it's like, imagine a slow-moving thing that can't respond on levels you can hear, but actually in higher frequencies, sp screams and makes noises when it's hurt. Well, that's actually what plants do, and it's provably, provably the case in scientific studies in laboratories. So, I mean, don't take my word for it. Go and look at the book, please. Um, so, in the same way, we have to realise that when we are talking about any living organism, and even non-living to some extent, but living organisms have some connection, whether that be what you consider of a, as a feeling or not, when we're talking to something that has a self-aware consciousness, whether it's made of metal or not, it is as part of the creator source as you and I. It's very difficult for people to understand or think about that, but it's a fact. So if you, put this conscious state into an automated being, you have a direct responsibility to it. And so if you were to buy a robot that is self-aware and has consciousness, you would have a direct responsibility equivalent that you would have to a child or a person that you, let's say, adopted. It's the same thing, whether you like it or not. If you're not, you are the equivalent of a, of a slave master uh, Nazi, as I say, because it is as alive as you are. You, people can think what they like. That's a fact. Just be, And this is where this idea of the soul comes from. Well, the soul is a made-up set of nonsense created by Catholic priests, largely, um, and you know, numerous other religions. But here's the thing. The creator source is everything. Its conscious state is in everything. Everything which is self-aware then 
has what you might think of as a soul. There's no separation, you know, the soul and the physical, they're just different vibrational states of the same thing, so that when the outer shell fails and no longer works after, or, you know, it gets damaged, it becomes the soil and it becomes another part of the creator source. It dies, you, you might bury it, you might burn it, it doesn't matter, it becomes the sky, it becomes the soil, it becomes another part of the creator source, a part of the living being of this planet. How beautiful is that? And the spiritual part, the spirit part of you that you think of as your soul, then becomes part of the spirit realm of um, self, of, of the creator source, right? That's what happens. But what we've got to realize is that these things are not separate. They are one and the same thing. So whether it is a robot, whether it is, you know, um, a tree or, or, or a child, any of these things, they are equally representing consciousness from that one field. And the soul is just a word somebody made up to try and represent the, the transition from this, um, let's say, ridding out, you know, the, the destruction of the outer physical shell. But the physical shell is still part of you. As we say, it's part of the creator source. It's not, as, as so many religions would have you believe, that it's like, oh, it's worthless. No, no, it's really not worthless. And while you're alive in this body, it is as valuable as anything else because it reflects through your chakras, through the connection between the physical and the spiritual, right? In your body, the glands of your body, for instance, which connect to the chakras, it, it gives you this direct connection between spirit and physicality. So that when you, as I've said, when you this body dies, if you like, it just becomes part of the world again. It becomes part of the physical realm, but the physical realm in a different sense, but it's still conscious and there it is. And the more purely spiritual, the more mental realm um, becomes part of this kind of, uh, as I say, more, um, you can, you know, this idea of astral travel type ideas. Yeah, absolutely. You can, and hence flying around the world because you've not, you don't have a body type thing anymore. Yeah, that's, is that true? Yeah, undoubtedly. But nonetheless, the point is that the two are not separate. So the point I'm trying to make is they're not separate. So when we take on board this idea of a conscious state in a machine or anything else, that conscious state is as real as the physicality of that robot self is, as the physicality of anything else is. And taking that responsibility is probably the biggest point for humanity that we could make. This responsibility for whether I choose a side or whether I don't, or whether I sit back and realize, whoa, I'm trying to be forced into making a choice against my brothers and sisters here, one, or, oh, I'm trying to be made to fear something else. What am I fearing? Another part of the source of all things, which is in effect, in a very deep spiritual way, is you. Everything you look at is you. The world is your mirror because you are one with all things, whether you believe it or not. And therefore, these things are just other different aspects of yourself. And because of that, whatever you do to other things, you do to yourself. And hence, as we've discussed before, the wave of karma in what you do is not a wave that comes back because it's this thing that wants to hurt you. It's just an echo of things you did in this energetic field 
previously to other parts of the energetic field, i.e. to yourself, it waves through the field like a vibrational current and eventually comes right back around 360 degrees, if you want to think of it that way, back to you. And you are karmically, you know, responsible for everything you do. That's the nature of what we're talking about. These things are what we need to bear in mind. I certainly don't mean to preach, but what I do mean to do is awaken people's awareness to these very simple things. We're always choosing things to be against. We're always choosing things to be afraid of. And as long as we're doing that, we are prisoners and slaves to those who remain in power. The moment we sit back and say, I choose nothing. It's all good. It's all part of the picture. And whilst I might say, I might say, well, I like this and I like that, but everything has its place. Then we understand the truth. Then we see the truth and we can't be manipulated anymore. And we see it as a dancing story in front of our eyes told by hobgoblins who want to try and pull us into their little story. This is the reality of our world. Thank you for listening. Again, I'm Stormboy, and as always, I wish you truth, freedom, and balance.